0: Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Hey guys, it's Lana. And Jonah. And welcome back to another episode of Seeing Mm. Other People. Dating sucks.
1: Dating sucks. (laughs) That's what we used to say.
0: That is what we used to say.
1: Now we don't say that. We don't.
0: But dating does still suck. It can. Of course it does. Yeah, Yeah. dating still sucks. Nothing's changed.
1: Dating still sucks. What's going on in your world, Lana?
0: My world. Dating doesn't suck that much right now in my world. Um, I actually have a big day. This is coming out on Tuesday. I have a big day tomorrow, which is Monday. Because we're recording this on Sunday. But by the time this comes out, um, I will have gone through a meet the parents situation. Wow. Yeah.
1: What are you guys doing to meet... What's the... How's it going down?
0: I'll, I'll let you know. I'll report back.
1: You no, know, like what do you... How you mean the parents? Like, no, what's I, the I will let
0: you know. I think, you
1: don't know what the plan is?
0: <laughs> well... There's there's a little bit of like both parents happening at different times in different settings. So we're like figuring it out. Okay. Yeah.
1: Suspicious answer. Okay. I,
0: well, I don't have all the answers yet. We're figuring it out.
1: Okay. What sure. about
0: you? What's going on with you?
1: Uh, not too much. Very busy Sunday. Um, I did start my day off at McCarran Park. Uh, I've been going there to start running because I'm trying to get in peak physical condition. If you guys are following the you know, the people AMA, you could see my perfect running form, which it is perfect running form. I mean, clearly I did track in college and high school, middle school and pre-K. Yeah. Okay. Um, Yeah. Obviously kidding. And uh, by the way, if you're a single person living in Brooklyn and people sometimes ask us like, where's, can I meet people? Like go to McCarran Park. Holy shit. (laughs) It's just a bunch of attractive, cool, seemingly, seemingly cool people run around the track playing with dogs, having a picnic. It's a great place to single and mingle.
0: I like how you corrected yourself from cool to seemingly cool. But my question is like, what actually defines somebody as cool? What makes a person cool?
1: Totally. And I think cool to a lot of people has different meanings. Everyone has a different understanding of cool. I think you and I are aligned that cool doesn't... The less cool you are, the more cool you are, is the way I see stuff. Agreed. Um, And... If you're in McCarran Park, I think it's safe to assume there's a base level of cool. You know, you 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 are akin to the self-awareness that is living your best life out in Brooklyn, doing some physical exercise, getting out there. I don't know what makes someone cool. It's all but relative. If, so if
0: I don't do that, like, I don't know if I've ever been to McCarran Park. Does that make me well, not cool?
1: No, the absence of not doing... No, because by that same logic, if I don't... What, what defines someone as cool to you?
0: That's like an existential question.
1: Well, if I was saying that someone's cool because they go to McCarran Park, that doesn't mean that if you don't go to McCarran Park, you're not cool. Okay,
0: well, that, that's know? I just had to clear that up. Because, you yeah. know, you're so, uh, Jonah no, from Brooklyn. I am not.
1: Correct. And our listeners sometimes can, you know, sometimes people out there on the internet think that if you say that you're only cool if you drink Starbucks, then what about other coffee places? But... <laughs> Although, shout out Starbucks. I do love Starbucks.
0: (laughs) My favorite thing ever was when you made a joke about Starbucks being like a local mom and pop shop and someone DM'd us being like, Starbucks is a huge franchise. It's definitely not a mom and pop shop. Like, duh. No offense to whoever DM'd us if you're listening, but like, no.
1: (laughs) But this is classic. There's just so many people who don't get sometimes our sense of humor. I will say mainly my sense of humor. And therefore, when they see something like, douchebag <clears throat> me saying yeah douchebag when someone say, when someone says when i say starbucks is my mom and pop i'm obviously being ironic it's like saying that amazon is a local owned bookstore although starbucks <laughs> i did hear starbucks sources their beans from family farm i don't know enough about this so i don't really want to get into it because i will get slammed but i do believe they source their beans from family farms around the world
0: love that wholesome so
1: but then someone here you can correct us because i'm sure someone will And tell us what actually Starbuck does. Well,
0: I'm looking forward to Double Star Day on Wednesday. That's all I have to say. That's right. Anywho, in today's episode, we are going to be answering a ton of questions from all of you. Because we know you love the AMAs that we do. Me on Friday and Jonah on Sundays. And we thought it would be really helpful to have both of us giving answers to some of your AMA questions as, long, as well as some of your longer questions that you've sent in over DM or via the Patreon or our email. So we are going to give you all the answers. Let's this
1: do what's it. what's happening. Let's you want to hit the it. first one?
0: All right. If I am to write to a guy first after having met in real life, when is the best time of the week, time and day, to reach out to him to propose to meet?
1: After having met, when is the best time of week, time and so day? So they've to met, out? and this yeah. person wants
0: to know when, when to send a follow-up text to me like, to go out again.
1: I would say before it's been 48 hours. So less than 48 hours is my immediate answer.
0: So time what? and day, does it matter? Does it not to you? No,
1: I mean, don't text at four in the morning. <laughs> but like, or like 1130. Like First of all, no, like no one should read into like the amount of times I used to go on hinge at like 630 a.m. when I would just wake up, I'd be like, yeah. you know, maybe I shouldn't be hinging at 6 a.m. Then sometimes you get those people who are also hinging at 6 a.m. And then you're connecting over that. yeah. But, I don't think there's any right time, like just beyond it. Don't make it seem like it's drunk text. Correct. But like texting at 1am on a Saturday.
0: I agree. And and also you don't want to text if it's like, I I wouldn't be a little cautious if it's like 9pm on a Friday or Saturday and there's a chance that like they're getting drunk and going out. Like that's kind of a weird time also because you don't want them to be texting you back when they're drunk or they could see it and then just like not like not be in the right mindset to respond. So I'll just say like, any any day and just a time that's not like a going out time or a seemingly drunk time
1: yeah but don't wait too long either yes. like i can i said 48 hours maybe it's 72 but like don't wait a week cuz then this person's going to be like wait she hasn't she might not like me
0: agreed agreed that's key so, there there right. we go next
1: um do guys actually ask to be official these days or is it just assumed Uh, well, I think guys ask to be official. I think it's, I think there's this myth that guys don't care about what the relation and the context is and the exclusivity. I think we care just as much as the other gender in the question. Everyone cares. What do you mean assumed? What does this question mean, Alana?
0: Well, I'm, I think it's. (laughs) i don't know it's tough because i've been in situations before where i'm like oh yeah this guy's totally my boyfriend like he's acting like my boyfriend we're doing all the things that couples do and then i find out like oh no he did not at all think that he was my boyfriend so i think in that case like you really can't assume i don't necessarily know that it's like the guy is gonna say like will you be my significant other but i think it it's somebody needs to bring up the conversation whether it's the girl or the guy i don't think it matters where it's 2021. I think anyone can do it. And if you mm. are a girl and you want this conversation to happen, just bring it up. Um, I'll give an example because I just did this like very, very recently where I like was just like hanging out with the guy I've been seeing. And I was like, so are you going to ask me to be your girlfriend or what? And he goes, Oh, I thought you already were my girlfriend.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Shout and out to the Patreon episode. This is the kind of juice you do get on our Patreon account. A lot of tells that story. And I think the talk, the conversation we had in that Patreon episode actually applies here really well, which is mm-hmm. you still prompted the question, therefore got the answer. Yes. The And I think it's part, important. You know, it's
0: really important to have those conversations. Like you you don't want to be guessing and you don't want to be confused or, or unaware. Um, And you also should feel comfortable asking and bringing it up if it's someone that you think you're in a relationship with.
1: The key is to never assume, though. The key is to never assume. And even if it's at the point where it's assumed, you should still just do what Alana did and be like, so you can ask me to be your girlfriend or boyfriend and then get that reassurance. Because... I, You never know. Maybe that person did not want something. That's where people like get deceived yeah. and hurt.
0: It, it's just a little confirmation. Like You may as well be sure. You just may as well.
1: Agree. Cool. Excellent work. On to the next. Uh, next. On
0: to the next. Uh, on to the next. Second chances for people who did not prioritize you the first time. Yay or nay? Jonah.
1: I would say yes but I think I'm going to be in the minority of people who, uh, what does that mean not to prioritize? There's so many different little possible ways of what didn't prioritize you the first time could mean.
0: I don't think it matters matters what it means. I think it's the fact that it didn't work because this person wasn't a priority in this other person's life. Um, But do you try, is it worth trying again? I think I also agree with you, actually. I think yes, but. I think yes, but something has to be different. The person has to be aware and admit that, yes, I did not prioritize you. And I'm sorry for that. But my circumstances have changed or my mindset has changed. And it's going to be different this time.
1: I agree. I think if they are coming to you with the self-awareness that is the very reason that you guys didn't work in the first place... Definitely worth giving a second chance because they probably weren't self aware about it the first time around. We're aligned. I like that. Um, so short answer second chance. Yes, if they are self aware of what the issue was in terms of prioritizing, um, there's always a lot of different specific things that go on in each other's in each other's lives, especially now. No reason to jump to a conclusion for what could be a good thing, but just poorly communicated.
0: I agree. Mm, Off moving of that, Jonah, I have a question oh, for you.
1: Yeah, Oh, sorry, yes, Alana.
0: Do you think people
1: can change? Uh, I don't know. It's tough. I don't, <laughs> I don't want to say that. I, I, of course, people, people are changing every day. There you go. That's my answer. What do you think people can change?
0: You guys know that I struggle with confidence. I'm always my biggest critic, and when I notice something about myself that I don't like, I can't stop fixating on it. I'm working on all of this, but it can be hard. A year ago, I noticed that my hair was thinning, and I was finding more and more strands of hair on the floor every time I would walk around my apartment. When I would look down in the shower, I would freak out at what I saw in the drain. That's when I opened up to my best friend, who happens to be a doctor, and she said two things that changed my life. The first was that she knows so many women our age going through the same thing. The second is that she told me to try Nutrafol, and so I did. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement, with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster-growing hair with less shedding. A year later and a month before my wedding, and I cannot believe the number of people who have been complimenting how long, strong, and healthy my hair looks. I never imagined that this would happen. And naturally, As a result, my confidence has transformed. I'm no longer self-conscious when it comes to my hair. And honestly, that is a huge, huge, huge personal win for me. dollars off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code seeing other people. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com promo code seeing other people. That's Nutrafol.com promo code seeing other people. therapy sessions. They looked and looked for bracelets that could serve as reminders to interrupt that spiral, but they couldn't find anything besides the cheesy good vibes only and no bad days types of messaging. They started presently to bring more authenticity to self-help anxiety management. And as someone who has had a presently bracelet for three years, I mean it when I say it really makes a difference. So whether you need encouragement to make it onto that date that you've been anxious about, a calming mantra to get you through a big day at work, or simply a reminder that you're not alone, presently has your back. Their bracelets are so beautiful and elevated, and they also make amazing gifts. And I know, because I have gifted a few over the years, and my friends were so excited to get one and have worn them ever since. There are six phrases to choose from. And if you're indecisive, there's a quiz that you can take to help you choose the perfect reminder for your anxiety. Plus 5% of each bracelet is donated to your choice of four mental health nonprofits. I wholeheartedly love and support Presently and I know that your Presently bracelet will bring you as much comfort as mine has brought me. So head to PresentlyBracelets.com that's P-R-E-S-E-N-T-L-Y bracelets.com for 10% off your order using code SeeingOtherPeople. other people
1: yeah again depends but like i'm not the same person i was when i was 23 nor 25 same
0: person i was on april 18th last year
1: there you go so people can change i guess it just is a matter of like how and in what context um sex on the first date when is it too soon for sex alana's favorite topic
0: (laughs) it's so i'm really okay you all probably realize like we don't really talk about sex on this podcast obviously this is a dating podcast not a sex podcast but true i'm really uncomfortable talking about sex like there's nothing i'd rather not talk about <laughs> we, don't
1: to, we don't have to answer this question, then. We, could, we No, no, we
0: should answer it. Okay. It's important too. I, I think it's a, it's a legitimate question because it comes along with dating. It's just funny that I like, get stressed and nervous and uncomfy We don't have
1: a to answer. Year it. Old. Let's not, let's not, let's not answer it. Not no, we should. It. No,
0: we should. I'm just making a funny aside. So i don't want you
1: to feel uncomfortable?
0: I feel fine. I feel great.
1: Copy. Sex on the first date. When is it too soon for sex? I think you can have sex on the first date. I don't think it matters. To be here's the secret from again, sometimes these things I don't want to speak for all s- straight males from Brooklyn, but in my particular case, sex on the first date is irrelevant to the potential longevity of a relationship, they're just not connected. Eventually, sex will have to be had because sexual chemistry is important to me. But it could happen on the first date, it could happen on the fifth date, could happen on the third date, second date. Doesn't really does not matter.
0: I think it's a I think it's a personal thing because if you are somebody, if you're asking this and you're somebody who maybe has any insecurities or like anxiety relating to self-esteem or dating in general, and you do have sex on the first date, then or like early on, then I think it's gonna kind of come back to haunt you in a way where you're like well is this person only continuing to see me because I slept with them because like they just want sex from me so I think if that's some, a question that could come up in your mind then yeah the first date is probably too soon the second or third date might probably be too soon too I think you would want to give yourself a little bit longer to be like yeah this person likes me for me okay now I feel comfortable doing this knowing that they continued to want to see me before this happened
1: But what is your stance on sex on the first date? That was a very general answer that I agree with. I think it is very personal, case by case. But what is Alana Dunn's stance?
0: I would. I. I mean, me personally, it's a no. It's a no. I. I need to be comfortable with somebody, and I need to be comfortable with myself with somebody.
1: There's a family of birds outside my window that just popped up out of nowhere. (laughs) What Um, do they?
0: What do they have to say about sex on the first date?
1: There's that movie uh, Friends with Benefits, which is on Netflix right now. So I was just rewatching it, and Mila Kunis doesn't do sex in the first date. I think she has the three date rule, the five date rule, five date rule, five date rule. And they're always she's dating Brian Greenberg. Shout out How to Make It in America, and she's they're like they're like counting down the dates so they can have sex, and then they get to date five, and he like ghosts her the next morning, like and like leaves early, which is insane because it's Mila Kunis. Who's going to ghost Mila Kunis? But <laughs> um, I always think that. You know, Logan Yuri. shout out Logan Yuri, one of our all-time all-star guests. She always brings up a great point, which is, I guess, I did say that I don't, I, I think you can have sex on the first date. I typically, personally do not because of the reason of like, if for whatever odd reason, one of us steps away and we're like, you know what, I reflected on that date and I didn't have the best time for whatever reason. I don't want the other person to think it's because of sex. Mm -hmm. You know, so if we do have sex in the first date, then it's like, but in my head, I'm like this bad example. She was rude to the waiter. That's going to stick with me. But like, yeah, maybe we're going to go home, be a little drunk, have sex. But I've like turned that down because I've turned down that instinct because it's like, if you're going to don't put this, put the wrong idea in someone's head. So that's Mm -hmm. one of the risks that I think we run if we, if you have sex with someone too early, unless you're both on the same page and it's like completely like, Hey, this is not going anywhere. But We've been cooped up inside for a year and like, I really need to have sex. Do you want to have sex? <laughs> right. So like, I don't know, very, it's obviously you want it to be a vibe, safe, feel good about the person you're with. But I do not think the the steadfast rule of no sex on the first date is like a general rule that people need to like live by, if that makes sense.
0: One thing I thought was really interesting. So when we had... We had Lindsay. We met at Acme on our show, but then we went on her show, and we had a whole conversation on our episode with her about her philosophy that sleepovers are way more intimate than sex, and that like you can have sex in the like earlier on than you should have a, be having a sleepover. Yes, which I thought was like yeah. a mind fuck.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. I think a sleepover is much i think we you and i agree on that i don't think it's as intimate as i see her point because it's kind of like you're sleeping next there's another body next to you like all night right i I don't know i don't get any i just my whole thing is like i can't sleep well next to some person until like date five or six i'm like i'm just gonna yeah and it's like subconsciously it's like yeah you can fall asleep but subconsciously you're always so much more tired the next day
0: oh my god it's exhausting yeah
1: it's like sunday naps anyway good point.
0: All right. Um next,
1: if there's no kiss, does he not like you? Am I, I don't hair? think so. Oh. I
0: hear well, what are well, you going to say? Yes? Let's
1: hear your opinion. Let's hear your opinion. Does he <laughs> not like you?
0: <laughs> My Oh, well, okay. Whatever. Well, what I will say is that I've had I've ended like first dates where like the date was great and then there was no kiss at the end. And so I leave being like, wait, the date was great. Like, why didn't this happen? And Mm. in hindsight, sometimes there are just like, there's no moment for it. And yes, it's like, you can make the moment. However, if you're at dinner and then like, you're getting an Uber home or, and then the Uber comes like before you're ready for it to come. And then you have this like really rushed, awkward goodbye where like, you don't want to like, just like quickly kiss outside the restaurant in front of the Uber driver. Like that happens. Or similarly, if you like walk, If someone gets walked home um, and let's say one of you has a doorman, suddenly you're like in front of their apartment and like you're it's like you two and the doorman and then that's awkward. Like, I think there are a lot of things that can get in the way of that moment happening. I've even like I've gone on walks with people and like been like, oh, I'll order an Uber. It's like this corner. So we get like we get a little walk in and then like my car will come. But then you get to that corner and then the Uber's there and it's just like, okay, bye. Like it's I think hmm. there are a lot of awkward moments that can happen that can get in the way, but that doesn't mean that it didn't go well or that they're not into you. But what do you think? You it's disagree. A, it's a lot
1: of excuses, Alana. You just you said disagree. a lot of excuses. I'm gonna start giving more hot takes because why not? <laughs> like I think three months three months ago I would have been like, oh, it doesn't mean anything. But just in the sake of entertainment and the sake of debate and perhaps, uh, you know, enraging the listener on the subway, shout out you on the subway right now in New York. Um, if, if, if some, if a guy wants to like do hopefully a kiss, like a, yeah, it, it doesn't mean he doesn't like you, but if he wants to like, try to create a kissing moment, he fucking will. I don't know. It's kind of like of the this. It's like of the. Te- it's like of course you gotta make sure it's a mutually wanted, consensual kiss vibe. But like, the amount you could be like, hey, can I kiss you now? Like you can just say that, or like, damn, I really want to kiss you. Like something that's like, of course that came out wrong. But like, I want to give you a kiss. Like it's gotta feel sincere. But if you don't think that, like for the most part, I'm not speaking for everybody because now someone's gonna be listening and be like, no. I've gone on so many dates where like, I didn't have the chance to kiss, and I totally hear what you're saying. But I think the majority of times, if you want to create an environment where you and your date can kiss, that's what you can do. You can do that. If you don't, I think about the times that I've been on dates with people who I didn't want to kiss, and I didn't kiss them. And then I've been on dates with people who I didn't want to kiss, but I kissed them anyway because I was like, awkward. I was like, oh shit, she wants a kiss and I don't know what to do because I don't like this person, but I did Yeah. And
0: I've had guys ask me like, can I kiss you now? And I'm like, I actually don't, I really don't like that question. I know like, I know we're in the age of consent. I know consent over everything. Yes, I agree with that. However, I've had guys say like, is it okay for me to kiss you? Like, I want to kiss you. Like, can I, especially now in like the COVID era of the last year people being like, can I kiss you? Um, which I'm glad that people have asked that from like a health and safety standpoint, but I've had guys say that and I don't want to kiss them, but I feel like saying no in that moment is so uncomfortable. And I like, I'd rather kiss them than say no. (laughs) Because it's so awkward. I love you
1: dearly, but there's probably something deeper to unpack there that neither <laughs> one of us is qualified for.
0: No, I mean it's just hard. It's like can I? I'm like I really want to kiss you right now. I really don't want to kiss you. Like that's, that's- you got to
1: stand up for yourself, Alana. You got to <sighs> if you don't want to kiss somebody, you should absolutely never feel like you have to. And now a word <laughs> from our sponsor. <laughs>
0: Shout out to our amazing sponsor, Mindset Wellness CBD. I am holding in my hand right now a jar that looks like it's happy gummies. However, it's actually a triple threat, including happy, rest, and calm, because I was leaving my apartment for a week, and I didn't have enough room to pack all three of my jars, but I didn't want to live without any of my favorite Mindset Wellness CBD gummies, so... I really hope that by now you have tried them. If not, I highly, highly recommend it. They have helped me sleep. They have helped me just like be calm and relax and also just like feel good. And um, CBD doesn't get you high. It it is not addictive. Uh, Mindset Wellness is gummies and all of their products are gluten-free, non-GMO, vegan. They taste incredible. And I seriously, like I love these and I'm getting all my friends to try them and we all really love them and the company is Um, if you aren't sure which one you want to try, there's a sampler pack that you can get with a bunch of different gummies, all the flavors, all of the mindsets. So definitely check them out and let us know what you think. You can head to mindsetwellnesscbd.com and obviously use our code seeing other people for 10% off and free shipping. Back to the app.
1: Is it a bad thing when a guy says you're hard to read? (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever been told you're hard to read, Alana?
0: I don't think so because I am an open book.
1: Open book and hard to read are two different things. Hard to read means understanding someone's energy and what they want. Open book means I can ask you any question and you're going to maybe say the answer.
0: That's true. Hmm. I don't know. I don't I don't think I've been told that because I think I'm very showy with like my emotions and what I want and because I don't play games, I think that would be why I what about you?
1: Um, I think I've been told I'm hard to read, maybe, but it's definitely not consistent enough. Um, Do you think
0: people tell their friends that you're hard to read?
1: Oh, I don't know. Maybe. I don't think so. That also doesn't seem like a category of like, <laughs> he's hard to read. But I'm looking at the question. Is it a bad thing when a guy says you're hard to read? The, the short answer is no, it is not a bad thing when a guy says you're hard to read. He might just be trying to be flirty with you ooh, yeah. you're hard to read.
0: I think it, it adds that aspect of like mystery, like, ooh, what's going on here? Which yeah. people like. Yeah. So I think that's yeah. okay. And I think it also means like, you're hard to read, but I want to read you. Like, I want to get to know you more mm, and, like and figure you out. So I, I don't think it's a bad thing at all.
1: Blessings. And I think Next you question. could use that as
0: an opportunity to be like, okay, well, like, what do you like? what what how can i i don't know not like how can I be easier to read but like okay like let's let's get into it then like or what, what do
1: you think i'm thinking or what do you want to yeah. know that i'm thinking
0: i think you could get into like a really flirty back and forth
1: someone who's listening is gonna be like okay i'll try that my next date and they go on a first date and the first question they ask and they sit down is like you're hard to read <laughs> it's like the first <laughs> thing you say <laughs> that's actually a hilarious way to start a conversation that's a Maybe a good hinge answer, by the way, like someone that's like someone's prompt answer, or like signed to a DM by saying, "You're hard to read."
0: Oh my god!
1: Um, um, next question.
0: Okay, do you call a guy out for not planning out dates ever? If so, how? I think you absolutely should because mm-hmm. date planning, though not everyone is good at it, mm-hmm. it's important and it should be an equal effort thing. I think you both have to either like switch off planning dates, or like one person plans the first two and then then you say like okay like let me plan the next two because you want to show a like a mutual effort but mutual interest so i do think like let's say you're the girl in the situation and you are have planned like the first three dates why don't you say like okay your turn like surprise me with what we're going to do on the fourth date or like your turn like yeah. why don't you pick out what we do on friday
1: yeah and i love that by the way when someone's like i think the communication of who should plan what is great. Mm-hmm. Don't ex- I don't expect anything from anybody ever. So it's like if I want someone who I'm going to go on a date with, to plan, I'll be like, you plan it. I'm excited. And if you feel like you're in a situation where you're always doing the planning, as Alana just said perfectly, just put it on them. Say yeah. hey, you plan the date. And then if they have an excuse, be like, it's all good. We could li- no, there's no literally no pressure by the way, because I do think as a guy sometimes we feel a little bit of pressure, like if someone's like, you know if someone eludes to the fact that we want to plan a date, my head is like, oh my God, I got to plan the best date of all time. When really, I'm sure all she wants is just some initiative. Yeah. But it doesn't need to be something complicated.
0: It can be the most simple thing ever. It could, yeah. it could just be like, okay, like I've been dying to try this restaurant or I'd, I'd love, like this is one of my favorite spots. Would love for you to try it. It just shows that, like, you, it just shows you care. Yeah. And can think of something that you think the other person would enjoy. Even if it's just like, we're going to have a night in and watch a movie because I want you to see my favorite movie. You know, it's just mm-hmm. like showing that little bit of like personalness, personalness, a new word Add it to the dictionary, personalness, raise your hand if you have dating anxiety. All right. All right. I know that everyone has their hands up and I get it. Vermont-grown Sunset Lake CBD. Do you feel like you're at a crossroads in your love life? Episode of Dateable, season 15, episode 10. Is it chemistry or anxiety? Guys, this podcast is incredibly relatable, insightful, and oftentimes hilarious. Wherever you start, Dateable will help you feel inspired to date differently and create a love life that works for you. You can subscribe and listen to episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts every Wednesday and Sunday. So check out Dateable and thank me later.
1: Do you think it's possible to rekindle a relationship after a year plus of separation? uh i can want me go first i'll go first go possible yes uh, granted we all we know is it, it looks like there was a year plus of separation we don't know why we don't know if it was a breakup or a distance or i think it depends on that so if it's i'm just gonna or a assume, pandemic or a pandemic if it's a breakup i do not believe it will work out if it's a distance thing and now you're back in the same city i think you got a shot um, and if it's the pandemic and it was then also distance, I think you have a shot. But if you broke up once, there's a year apart. I, I think it's I've never heard of that working. And that's just data. That's just data driven answer right there. Lana's yeah. thoughts?
0: I think it it goes back to that question we talked about earlier about second chances, where if like if for some reason it didn't work out, but now which is why like you were separated for that year, but now that situation has changed and you've both acknowledged it and communicated about it and talked about Mm -hmm. how it's going to be different, then yes, I think it's worth trying. Um, But if, yeah, I mean, if it was just like you were in different places or like you went, I I don't know. I I think, I think it, it could work. Where was the question? Possible to rekindle a relationship. (sighs) Um, I think it, I think, yeah, I think the, uh, oh, it's hard. I've tried and didn't work. There we go. I've tried and it ended up like completely failing where like I had my heart broken like worse than the first time. And it was what it was like one. It wasn't like we tried for like a month. It was like we tried for one night and it hurt worse than the first time. So I would proceed with caution Um, in all honesty, because if it was a breakup and you're just like, okay, like maybe we want to try again and see if there's something still there really 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 proceed with caution like from the bottom of my heart i tell you that because <laughs> it could really hurt if it doesn't work out
1: well said and that's the tea um is it weird to still need closure if you're in a healthy relationship now yes it's weird
0: Yes, and I don't know. I kind of just. I- <laughs> oh, the point
1: is to disagree. Either way, we can totally disagree. I know.
0: I know. I think I disagree because I think there are a lot of different things. Usually, you don't get closure from somebody else. Like, I think that the main thing about closure is that closure comes from within, and closure comes from a lot of reflection. And changing and figuring out why something didn't work so you could be in a new relationship that's going really well and still be thinking about something that happened in a previous relationship that's not necessarily like well like why didn't he like me or like why didn't she like did i did she uh, why didn't i say i love you back when she said it to me like so like anything like that i
1: completely agree with you by the way i i everything you just said i agree with. and i think maybe i just misread the question not to cut you off but are you see are you hearing this question as is it weird to still need or still want? Or are those different words? I All I meant was that you should not seek closure from the person. <laughs> I agree with you fundamentally that it is okay to think about wanting closure. Right, That thought is valid. Your thoughts are always valid. But are you saying that it's appropriate to go back to that person and say, hey, I know I'm in a healthy relationship right now, but I need to know why we broke up. Yeah, out. hell no, don't do that. Okay, so we, okay, that's, then we agree. I mean, <laughs> we agree on this.
0: Yeah, no, if you're like, I'm in a healthy relationship, but I need to go hit up my ex to like get this answer about why this thing didn't work out, absolutely not. You are setting yourself yes. up for a disaster in like multiple different areas of your life. Do not do that.
1: Com- we find can pl- closure completely, within. Yeah, find closure within, we completely agree. And you're also, for what it's worth, if you even choose to not take our advice and go do this, whatever they said to you isn't the truth. So-
0: True.
1: Go, yeah, anyway.
0: Usually, I think like nine out of 10 times when you seek closure from someone else, you're not going to get it. You're either going to get like a half-baked yeah. answer <laughs> yeah. or a lie or something. Like you're not going to get a real answer that's actually going to help you deal with it. Yeah. Closure comes from within. And even if
1: they do give you the truth, you'll still think that they're not telling you the truth. Yeah. You'll be like, Just like uh,
0: don't go down that path. Just don't do it. Yeah. Just don't do it. I'm I'm picturing the scene in Mean Girls where it's like, don't have sex because you will get pregnant and die. Yeah. Don't have sex in a missionary position. Don't have sex standing up. Just don't do it. (laughs) Don't seek closure from your ex. Don't text them asking why. Just don't do it. Just don't do it. Just don't do it. All right. One more. And then let's get into the the detailed ones.
1: Okay, here's a good one. Um, Why do guys lose interest after a few days of flirting? What is it? Has well let me ask you first and I'll give my answer. Has you have you ever felt like a guy has lost interest after a few days of flirting with you? Uh-huh.
0: Um I don't think it's necessarily like losing interest more so as, as it would be likely that some like it just fades or fizzles naturally or like someone forgets to respond because something else is hmm. happening in their life that's more pressing
1: yeah I mean I think that's the exact answer then that's like that's kind of perfect because I think it's i don't think anyone ever loses interest in the sense of like as mean as that sounds like losing interest is a very like harsh thing to say i think it's more like um it's a very a d d driven like millennial world of modern romance and therefore lots of options lots of different things happening lots of different ways to talk and meet to people and unfortunately that sometimes that can be misconstrued as losing interest when i don't think it's like that personal mm-hmm. um which i agree goes both ways by the way you know it's especially
0: like, if it's just after a few days like that's the thing yeah. you can't take it personally and the same goes for like somebody didn't respond on a dating app or like you it, like people are like oh yeah like i got ghosted we after we matched like no it, it's not ghosting it's not personal it has nothing to do with you like we're all busy people and everyone's just yeah. trying to like figure out their life and their own shit and like it it has nothing to do with you Preach. unless you have met in person it's not personal hey
1: everybody want a quick second to shout out the best thing that happened to me since um being able to turn off the caps feature of the iphone there we go that's I think <laughs> something clever uh, i want to shout out our sponsor mindset wellness cbd gummies uh, specifically the, the the focus ones. You guys know I do love the rest ones. I actually do take those every night. Again, so fucking funny. People say, do you actually take these things? I'm like, yo, literally, all I can do is I can't wait. to do-. Look, They, I know they wanted us to like push the focus, which I love. And I, I I feel very accomplished because I've been taking these things. And I just finished a draft of a new script, which is very exciting. Hopefully coming to a screen near you in a couple of years. But <laughs> um, those really helped out. They got CBD in them to sort of calm my mind and... uh These things help you focus. They're non-GMO. They're gluten-free. They're really great. And again, it's an awesome company, Mindset Wellness CBD. But talking about the rest ones real quick, I just got to say, I went to sleep. It was Saturday night last night. I was asleep by 9 p.m., woke up at 6 a.m., feeling fucking amazing, went for a jog around McCarran Park. I'm all about that rest, getting that good sleep, doing that properly. So you have, you know, sleep is a weapon, guys. Get your eight to nine hours. Um, Anyway, we got you guys a code. Seeing other people gets you 10% off and free shipping. We seriously love this stuff. Hopefully, you've tried it by this point. And let us know what you think if you have. Uh, Love CBD Mindset Wellness. Mindset Wellness CBD. I'm dyslexic. Don't make fun of me. Don't make fun of me for being dyslexic. Anyway, love you guys. Thanks so much. Back to the episode. Bye. Got some emails from you guys. Some nice some nice emails. Thank you, everyone, who's emailed us. If you want to send us an email, um, seeingotherpeoplepodcast at gmail.com. We... Then read these out in the show. You can remain anonymous, of course. And we get to dive a little more specifically into what's going on in your life. So, Alana, you want to take this first email?
0: All right. So, this email is from V. So, I've been talking to this guy for 10 plus months. We met on a dating app. And even though we live in the same city, we haven't met in person. We had talked about meeting at first. But then he kind of said he wasn't feeling it and blamed COVID. I let it go and have been viewing it as a bit of fun and a distraction. We've also been open that we talk to or, in my case, are seeing other people occasionally. I like him, of course, but it wasn't going anywhere until a month ago. He said the next step would be for us to meet. I said I needed to think about it because it felt a little intimidating after having built such a virtual relationship. I finally agreed, and he responded that the next step doesn't actually mean that he wants to meet now. That he isn't sure if he wants to meet, but that he still cares about me and wants to continue talking. I kind of broke things off, and he was super upset about that, but have since kind of waffled because I miss his companionship. What do you guys take this as? Is he playing games? Or like, I just don't even know how to read the situation at this point. So actually, any advice or thoughts would be great. Not sure of the relevance, but we're both in our mid-20s, living in Munich, Germany. I'm American, and he is French. So I see you're taking a picture of me. What up, world? It's a video for the
1: AMA to continue. What's your (laughs) first take?
0: So my first take is that this is not going to go anywhere. I think, unfortunately... Uh, maybe not even unfortunately. I know Jonah wants to cut that word out of the dictionary. This is one of those situations where you guys are probably both lovely during COVID and you needed someone to talk to. I think it's really off-putting that he does not want to meet in person. And for that reason, I think, they're, like, I think breaking things off is the right thing to do. I know you tried and you missed his companionship and that's normal because you're used to talking to someone every day. You have this virtual relationship, of course. It's going to feel... Like an empty hole, if you in your life, if you suddenly hmm. don't talk. But I really don't think that this situation is going to go anywhere. If he, at this point, it's been ten plus months, and he doesn't want to meet
1: Jonah. Yeah, you guys are going in circles. Yeah. It seems. <coughs> sorry, it seems like I don't. But I also don't know. I'm American. He is French. I don't know the like Germany, American, French sauces like i don't know what the courtesy maybe this is normal but here in new york it's not so i don't know i I unfortunately can't give a honest answer but my from just looking at the base elements here don't you just just delete the number (laughs) they're just the zeros and ones you know
0: yeah or or like you could be like hey look i've really enjoyed talking to you and obviously it, it would suck to not be in each other's lives but i'm at the point where either we should meet in person, or we should stop this. And I think in that this case, that ultimatum is fair to give. Okay, so next question. This was either emailed or DM to us. I remember seeing it and reading it and thinking about it. And I answered a brief version of it on the AMA. I can't find the actual question. But I said I was gonna that we were going to discuss this on the episode. So the backstory is that they were seeing each other guy and girl were seeing each other. And like, likes each other a lot. And then he kind of said that he needed to focus on, like, other aspects of his life or his career and that, like, them being together couldn't work right now. But in the future, it can. And her question was, like, do I wait around for him? What do I do? Like, is this actually going to happen? Can I trust that he'll come back? Um, And I think that's really important to talk about because I think we all have found ourselves in situations where we're like, if if not now when and and do we wait? So Jonah, what what do you think about that?
1: Like is it timing everything is timing everything type question. Is, is that timing kind
0: of, everything and and is it worth it to wait for this person to figure their life out and then be
1: ready? Uh, I guess uh, this is again. I wish I could give better advice, and I try not to just. I, I'm trying not to just say things if I have no like evidence or thought to it. But the only evidence I can provide is on. Not unfortunately, I don't use that word. (laughs) The amount of times I've heard people say like, be like, I waited and then was let down is more than I waited and it worked out. Yeah. So I'll say that. It might work. But I've 90% of the time, it's I gave them a chance and I waited and then they met somebody else or or the person who waited met somebody else. Mm -hmm. I don't believe in the like waiting thing. I've just never heard it work. Yeah. Your thoughts?
0: I agree. I, I, yeah, there are very, very few instances of like, I waited while they went to med school or grad school or had like went on this life altering journey and then mm-hmm. they came back and it worked. Um, that to say, well, I'm not saying like, don't, it's not necessarily ever going to work, but I think the concept of somebody waiting around for somebody else else to get their life together, that's not going to work because there's always going to be that like, well, I gave you the time and like now you owe me this or like, well, what about that whole year that I waited for you to be ready for me type of thing? But what I think, you, I think the best thing in, in that situation is, and this is really hard to do and takes a lot of like courage, but is to say like, I like you, I want to be with you. But while you're doing that, I'm going to continue on with my life. Mm-hmm. And when you are ready, you let me know. And if I'm also in a place that this can work, then great. And we'll go from there. But waiting and putting your life on hold and not exploring what else is out there is only going to build like resentment down the line. So I think you just have to 100%. say
1: like, you
0: come to me when you're ready. And hopefully, like if we're both in, in the right position, then great.
1: I think what you said is amazing advice. The issue is that oftentimes the slope is so slippery because what you typically get is someone being like, You think I'm just going to sit around and wait for you? I have a life too. You know, I have to make my own decision. You get the aggressive other end of that stick, right. which is like sometimes when you, if a, because here's the thing a lot of what you just said is very valid. But the amount of times I've had like guy friends or we've had people write in and guys have basically said what you just said to do, where it's like, hey, this isn't going to work right now, but I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go live my life. I'm going to go see other people. But right now, I just can't commit to this. That's kind of what we just... No, but it's the
0: opposite. It's, it's the other person. It's like that person saying like, I can't commit to you right now, but I want to be with you when I'm ready. And the other person saying like, you do what you need to do and then let me know. In the meantime, I'm going to do what I need to do.
1: Yeah. Um, I hear you and I, I think it's very well said. I still think they're very similar lines which is interesting, which is very, very interesting. And I guess I've never heard of a case of someone saying what you're suggesting mm-hmm. beyond for the first time right now, which is your piece of advice, which is wonderful advice, which is interesting. I don't know. We'll
0: have to, we'll have to talk Feels about like it. Feels like an it episode.
1: Feels like an episode to un- unpack that concept. Um, great. Well, everyone who wrote in to us, we appreciate you guys dearly. Always feel free to reach out with your questions. We love these Q&A episodes. We appreciate you guys listening. Please go ahead and give us five stars and a positive rating. Shout out to some <laughs> of my haters out there. Gotta grow up. Gotta just going to hate 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 hate. are going to hate. 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 Um,
0: Demi Lovato once said for every person that loves you, there'll be a person that hates you.
1: Also, always trying to improve. If you do think that I talk over Alana, um, please but send don't. us You don't.
0: I talk over you. I want everyone to hear that. I I interrupt you.
1: I appreciate that. But please send me the time code so I can go back and listen and hear what I'm doing wrong. And I will gladly uh, learn. Also, let
0: us know if you like this type... As I interrupted, let us know if you like this type of episode. Um, If you want us to do more Q&A episodes like this, we absolutely can. If you hate this type of episode, let us know. But don't give us a one-star rating because of it.
1: One-star ratings, by the way, don't help. If you like Alana and don't like me, you still give Alana a one-star rating if you do Yeah, they hurt
0: my feelings. Um,
1: But... (laughs) Anyway, we do appreciate you guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting and talking about the show. Send Go it see, to a friend. Send it to Sorry a friend. It. Send it to your parents. Shout it from your the ex. rooftops. XOXO. We appreciate you guys so hey, much. Hey guys,
0: it's Alana and Jonah from Brooklyn.
1: Have a great day. See you what next you time. S-